You're listening to 8 at 8 with David Light. News and discussion from the College Times. Hello you. On today's programme we've got all the latest flight news from India, coders can earn 35,000 dirhams a month, and the central bank is set to roll out a digital currency. Let's start the show! Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to this latest 8 at 8 with David Light show on Tuesday, July 13th. Is 13 lucky for you? It must be, because I'm about to serve up eight of the latest headlines from the UAE, free of charge. If you like what you hear and wish to do me a favour, please follow and share this podcast, or just say hello at david at callagetimes.com. Okay, here we go. Right, let's begin with the COVID numbers. Today in the UAE, we have 1,542 new cases of coronavirus and 1,519 recoveries. Stay safe, stay vigilant. In other COVID-related news, the suspension on passenger flights from India, Pakistan, Bangladesh and Sri Lanka to the UAE has been extended until at least July 21st. Dubai-based airline Emirates said on its website. In line with the UAE government directives, Emirates will be suspending the carriage of passengers from India, Bangladesh, Pakistan and Sri Lanka to Dubai until July 21st. Furthermore, passengers who have connected through those countries in the last 14 days will not be accepted to travel from any other point to the UAE, the airline said. UAE nationals, holders of the UAE Golden Visas and members of diplomatic missions who comply with updated COVID-19 protocols are exempt and may be accepted for travel. The UAE first suspended flights from India on April 24th. Joydeep Sengupta writes the uncertainty over the resumption of flights from India to the UAE looms large despite the efforts of the Modi administration. Ministry of External Affairs sources have told Kalij Times requesting anonymity. Last week, India's Minister of External Affairs and his deputy held meetings with the Indian envoys to six GCC nations, including the UAE, where the resumption of flights topped the agenda, sources said. MEA authorities said constant efforts have been made over the past few weeks to improve press the need to resume flights upon the respective governments in GCC nations. However, several of these countries remain concerned on the account of the mutant Delta variant, the aftershocks of which are being felt across the world, including in India. GCC authorities are also apprehensive about surging viral infections in Kerala, a state which accounts for over 60% of Indian expatriates to the UAE. Data shows that an estimated 9 million Indian expatriates are working in the Middle East, including more than 3.4 million in the UAE alone. To read more about this story, head to kalishtimes.com. Danusha Gokulan writes, all four international airports in Kerala have installed PCR testing facilities within their premises to cater to UAE-bound passengers, officials and service providers confirmed to Kalish Times. 
Officials at Kanna International Airport have said they are in the final stages of the process and are ready to cater to any passenger traffic as and when scheduled flights resume between both countries. Facilities in the other three airports are completed. Service providers have said the tests are expected to cost a maximum of 123 dirhams. Authorities set up the rapid testing facilities in Kerala's airports after Dubai's Supreme Committee for Crisis and Disaster Management said all inbound passengers must have a mandatory negative COVID COVID-19 test valid four hours before departure. To read more about this story, head to calichetimes.com. Saman Hazak writes, as many as 95 healthcare workers from Dubai's Zaleika Hospital, who were stranded in India as a result of the COVID-related flight suspension imposed by the UAE, have arrived in the country following special approval from the Dubai Health Authority. In a statement, the hospital said, we are pleased to bring back our doctors, nurses and other hospital staff who were stranded in India for the last three months after the DHA granted special permission to fly back our staff in batches. The healthcare workers were flown back to together with their families on Emirates flights. Senior Director of Human Resources at Zaleika Healthcare Group, Vijaya Sen, said our effective communication and close coordination with health authorities, airlines and staff has eased the travel of our employees back to the UAE. Wahid Abbas writes, coders in Dubai earn up to 35,000 dirhams per month, depending on their experience and expertise in new technologies. Ruiz Sharif, consultant for technology at Michael Page Middle East, said salaries vary with experience and different technology stacks the coders specialize in. The usual salary range is between 10,000 dirhams for an entry-level coder, up to 35,000 dirhams if you're at mid-level, plus other benefits and perks. Deepa Sud, CEO of Plum Jobs, says traditional salary scales have gone out of the window and are no longer relevant for coders as a result of the lack of software engineers. Brands are willing to pay whatever it takes to get the skills they need, she said. Since there is no specific education requirement for coders, anyone who has a desire to become one can attend coding boot camps and learn coding to develop their skills. Their worth is determined by how ably they can apply their knowledge and expertise, said Sud. Isaac John writes the central bank of the UAE aims to introduce digital currency as part of its 2023-2026 strategy that seeks to position the apex regulatory body among the world's top 10 central banks. In an announcement yesterday, CBUAE said that its strategy includes seven objectives, including the issuance of a digital currency and driving digital transformation in the UAE's financial services sector by utilizing the latest AI. Central bank digital currency offer the opportunity to start with a clean slate. It is crucially important that central banks take the cross-border dimension into account. John Cunniliffe, Chair of the Committee on Payments and Market Infrastructures and Deputy Governor for Financial Stability of the Bank of England said in a report prepared for the G20 meeting in Italy. Last week, the IMF, the World Bank and the Bank for International Settlements made a joint call for global cooperation on central bank digital currencies advocating for their cross-border benefits. Read more about this story on CalEachTimes.com. Three new highways have been opened linking various emirates across the UAE, the ruler of Dubai announced yesterday. 
His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, Vice President and Prime Minister of the UAE and ruler of Dubai, took to Twitter to share the news as well as several photos. A series of infrastructure projects worth 1.95 billion dirhams was inaugurated today with the aim of shortening the distance and transportation time between various regions and emirates in the country. We opened a road linking Maliha in Sharjah with Al Shuaib in Abu Dhabi and another linking Hatta in Dubai with Masfut in Ajman and the Al Khor Mountain in Rasselheimer, Sheikh Mohammed explained. A third road strengthens the link between Al Madam in Sharjah with Hatta Dubai Road, he added. Head to KalishTimes.com to watch the video. And finally, Dubai-based Fly Dubai will see Naples in Italy and Salzburg in Austria join its network later this month. The carrier will start its four times a week service to Salzburg International Airport from July 15th and resume its operations to Naples from July 31st. Flights to Naples will be operated within the quarantine-free travel corridor that has recently been established between Italy and the UAE, enabling passengers to travel between the two countries with fewer restrictions. All you need to do is present a negative COVID-19 test result at check-in taken no more than 48 hours before departure from the UAE. On arrival in Italy, all passengers over the age of two years will be required to take a rapid antigen test. And with that, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. Take care now.